Welcome to Dicey Stuff, the podcast about life, because, well, the dicey stuff is the realest stuff of our lives. Come along as Lois examines living as a Christian woman in this modern age. Time to roll. Hello, friends. Welcome to Dicey Stuff. My name is Lois Matson. Thank you for joining me today. I'm thinking about words. Words fascinate me. I've been thinking about the English language. We use 26 letters to form all the words in our language. And depending on how we arrange those letters, depending on how we use the words that we form with those letters, we can communicate vastly different things, both positive and negative. Let's think about some positive examples. A bridegroom murmurs to his bride, I will love you forever. A mother comforts her hurting child, it will be okay. A father disciplines his disobedient child, if this behavior doesn't stop, it will not be okay. A child whispers, I'm afraid. And the parent assures the fearful child, Don't be afraid. I'm here. A broken soul confesses, I am a sinner. I deserve nothing but punishment. And the pastor or the other confessor absolves them. Your sin is forgiven in the name and the blood of Jesus who loves you and gave himself for you. Our good God uses words to communicate with us. Depending on the arrangement of the words, we hear different messages from our Lord. Let's consider these examples. Christ, the bridegroom, speaks his everlasting love to his bride, the church. Jeremiah 31, 3-6 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Again, I will build you, and you shall be built, O virgin Israel. Again, you shall adorn yourself with tambourines, and shall go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Again you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall enjoy the fruit. For there shall be a day when watchmen will call in the hill country of Ephraim, Arise, and let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. God has loved us with an everlasting love. Ephesians 5, 25-27 says, Husbands, love your wives. As Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, 
that she might be holy and without blemish. Christ has loved the church and given himself for her. Like a mother, God comforts his hurting children. Isaiah talks about this. In chapter 66, verses 12 through 14, Isaiah writes, For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse, you shall be carried upon her hip and bounced upon her knees. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Your bones shall flourish like the grass. And the hand of the Lord shall be known to his servants. And he shall show his indignation against his enemies. Isaiah chapter 40 verses 1 and 2 speak of comfort. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. God comforts his hurting children with a double payment for their forgiveness. More than enough. Our iniquity is pardoned. Our warfare is done. Like an earthly father, our Father in heaven disciplines his disobedient children in order to bring them to repentance. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 1 through 6. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these forty years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that, as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. Hebrews 12 talks about discipline, verses 5 through 11. And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. 
and that son's is children. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good, that we may share his holiness. For the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. And what about fear? When we whisper our fears like a small child, God assures us that he is with us. He will strengthen us. He will help us. Again, Isaiah writes, chapter 41, verses 8 through 14, But you, Israel, my servant Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend, you whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest corners, saying to you, You are my servant, I have chosen you, and not cast you off. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all who are incensed against you shall be put to shame and confounded. Those who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall be as nothing at all. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, Fear not. I am the one who helps you. Fear not, you worm, Jacob, you men of Israel. I am the one who helps you, declares the Lord. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. And when we confess our sins, God himself forgives us. The Apostle John writes in his first epistle, 1 John 1, 5 through 2, 2. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My little children, I am writing these things to you 
so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Words are powerful. They accomplish things. When the absolution is spoken, forgiveness is applied right at that moment to the wounded soul. Jesus accomplished our salvation and paid our debt many, many years ago at Calvary on the cross. But that blood is applied to your account when you hear and believe the word of God in preaching, in reading, when you partake of the sacraments, baptism, Holy Communion, and when you confess, speaking your need and hearing the absolution. These things happen through the Word. God's Word is working. We need to be careful about how we speak to our neighbors and how we speak about our neighbors. Words spoken cannot be retracted. You can apologize, but negative words can cause wounds that can last a lifetime. If forgiveness doesn't happen, that resulting infection can badly damage family, friends, relationships. And even if you do apologize, the scar that remains can be very painful. And if reconciliation happens, the relationship can still be fragile for many, many years. Gossip, boasting, and hurtful talk even if it's true, should not be falling from the lips of God's people. Isaiah writes again in chapter 40, verses 6 through 8, A voice cries, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry. And I said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. The word, the word stands forever unchanging, ever true. We sing a song in church 
about the ancient words of scripture. It's sung by Michael W. Smith, and the lyrics are by Lynn DeShazo. I'd like to read them for you now. Holy words long preserved for our walk in this world. They resound with God's own heart. Oh, let the ancient words impart. Words of life, words of hope, give us strength. Help us cope in this world where'er we roam. Ancient words will guide us home. Ancient words ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words impart. Holy words of our faith, handed down to this age, came to us through sacrifice. Oh, heed the faithful words of Christ. Holy words long preserved for our walk in this world. They resound with God's own heart. Oh, let the ancient words impart. In the words of the scripture, the 26 letters of our English alphabet teach, reprove, and correct us, instruct us in righteousness, just as Paul writes to Timothy in 1 Timothy 2.16. God be praised for his encouraging words to us. His word is true. O Lord, let our words be true. Let our mouths speak truth in this world. Thank you for listening to Dicey Stuff. If you're interested, you can join our Facebook group, Dicey Stuff, the podcast. And you can email me, diceystuffpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about words? Let's have a discussion about it. God's peace be with you. Oh, hey, DSPS. I heard a line on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I listened to a podcast called Lutheran Ladies Lounge, and it's hilarious. I highly recommend. But this line keeps rolling around in my head. I'll probably explore this hymn translation more in another podcast, but I want to share this line with you today. It's from a hymn by Friedrich Christian Heider, and the title is, I Come, O Savior, to Thy Table. All of the words weren't used in the hymnal, and this line came from a verse that is not in the hymnal. Here's the words from the podcast that struck me. This is a rough translation. My heart is your little boat, and you are my anchor, my rudder, sail, mast, and wind. Think of that, my friends. God himself, Christ the Word, the Word made flesh, is our anchor, our rudder, our sail, the mast that holds the sail and the very wind that powers our boat.
of life. That's a lot to think about. Have a good day. Keep it real. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dicey Stuff, the podcast where Lois talks about this big dicey adventure called life. You're welcome to send your comments and feedback to DiceyStuffPodcast at gmail.com. Please, if you would, subscribe and share. Until next time, roll on, friends.